What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Education Show, where we talk entrepreneurship, we talk mindset, and we talk life experiences to help you level up and become the best version of yourself. Today's episode is falling into that mindset category, and I actually went and pulled from my course, Entrepreneurial Secrets 101, part of the lesson I'm going to teach you guys today, because this one is very, very important, I think it's all about awareness and like once you bring awareness you can make those shifts and that's really what I want to do is is bring that awareness to you guys today and assist you in making some of these shifts so super excited about today's episode crazy we got um, December 14th today so we got a couple weeks left in 2020 my last episode was about finishing strong the best investment you can make uh, going into 2021 and that investment was one in yourself doubling down on you going in on your goals your dreams your personal development working on your mindset building your skills and I stand by that, that that's what we got to do going into the new year all of the best paid dividends that I have received in life have come from investments I've made in me and it's the same for everybody you focus on equipping yourself and bring your identity up to the level it needs to be to become the successful person you need to become, that's when the results will come. And this is going to feed into my episode today, so I'm not going to banter about my chocolate chip cooking, baking abilities today or anything crazy. It's actually Sunday today. It's been a crazy weekend. I normally record Friday or Saturday, but there's just been so much going on. Yesterday, we did a whole photo shoot for the new uh, The Hustle Prevails clothing line we have coming and it took up like the whole day. It was crazy, but super excited to get that stuff out to you guys. And a lot of awesome stuff going on in January. We're going to be doing some live events down in Tampa. So anyone in the Tampa area, I know I've talked a little shit on Florida in this podcast, but if you're in Tampa, if you're still listening and you're from Florida, would love to link up while we're down there. I'm probably going to be in Florida for at least like two weeks, maybe more. I haven't decided yet. We're going to North Carolina. We got this huge 24-bedroom mansion that we're putting on an event in as well. So excited to do these little in-person things, get out of Connecticut this time of year. And uh, yeah, just preparing some of the trainings that I'm going to be doing for those. I like every year to when I do my trainings to make them new and make them unique. So we're working on those trainings, working on the hustle prevails, doing a lot with the branding that we're helping people with. So very excited on this end going into 2021. But today, all right, so like I said, we're doing a more mindset-based podcast today. And this one's super important. So what I'm going to talk about is making the shift from employee to entrepreneurial mindset. And like I said, this is one of the modules in my course, Entrepreneurial Secrets 101, much more in depth, but I'm going over the bigger categories that I like to cover. So let's start here. Basically, and look back, and I'm sure most of you can agree with me, throughout our lives, we are trained and conditioned by the school system and by society to become the perfect employee. Like we're taught to go and follow orders. We're, we're, we're taught to become a cog in the system. We're taught to 
go and pretty much conform any way you look at it. And, and conformity in many ways is us going through the school system, getting the good grades, going on to college, taking out all that student loan debt to get a good degree and getting an internship in the process with the promise that we're going to graduate, we're going to get this job for some big company that's going to pay us a salary, that's going to give us benefits, that we're going to work for for 40 years and eventually retire. And then at the end, that's when we're supposed to enjoy life. And it's just crazy. And what we call that is the 40-40-40 plan. So basically, you go, you work for 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life, so that you can retire and live off 40% of what you earned that whole time, your income. And it's just not sustainable. And how today's society is working is that this just isn't even reasonable. You look at the social security numbers, when they created that whole program for retirement, there was an average age of, of death. And basically they, that whole thing worked because the average age of death was at a point where it made sense where they could pay these people. But now the average age has increased. People are living longer. They have to pay more money, and they don't actually have that money. So that's a, that's a whole rabbit trail I could go down. But the system doesn't work the way that we were taught it does by school and by everything. And just think about it. Like in school, you're applauded and rewarded for the conformity and for following the system and for showing up, raising your hand, staying in quiet, getting in line, like being someone who's good at following orders is what you get rewarded for. You don't get rewarded for the creativity. Uh, you don't get rewarded for thinking outside the box or thinking differently. You actually get in trouble and shunned for that. And I mean, I got in trouble for many different reasons <laughs> that were probably deserved in high school, but I also got in trouble a lot for just questioning and poking the system and like poking holes at it and asking about like the people that were succeeding on a high level and like asking about the outliers and they don't like that they, they you know you got to fall in line you got to you know become part of the system so our whole life we're being trained that this is how we're supposed to live this is how we're supposed to be this is how we're supposed to exist so of course we develop an, an employee mindset and i look back it's like what do you do when you turn 16? First thing I did was get a job at the local ski area, working in the kitchen behind, like first I started scooping soups and then I was working behind the fry later, then I was doing some grilling and then I worked for a local restaurant, same thing. And you're trained at a young age because that's really the only opportunities available and I really commend the people who pick up an entrepreneurial mindset at an early age who were like, you know, starting their own business, starting in my area, I guess it would be a lot of lawn services were started or landscaping businesses. I've seen some of my friends who had sucked at high school, who never wanted to go to college and who've gone on to build really big landscaping companies. Like they're making a fuckload of money. And it was just from thinking outside the box, but everyone told them like, that's not the way to go. That's not the route. They did it and, and they're killing it. But anyway, we're trained and we're conditioned to think like an employee and with thinking like an employee comes some serious limitations. So I'm going to go over the specific limitations that we're trained to think and be rewarded by and the shifts you need to make to adopt the entrepreneurial mindset or mentality. And keep in mind that some of these shifts Yes, it's an entrepreneurial mentality, but making these shifts will lead to just a better quality of life 
because you're going to be focused on the right things that are going to actually bring you happiness and fulfillment. So the first, we are trained and conditioned for immediate gratification. Think about it. It's like basically the dog does a trick, you give it a treat. And they're conditioned that when they do a trick, immediately they're going to get rewarded with a biscuit or whatever, a nice piece of bacon. I don't know who the fuck gives their dogs bacon, but you guys get what I'm saying. (laughs) You do the trick, you get a reward. And it's the same thing with being an employee. We're trained that you go in, you work X amount of hours, you get paid Y amount of dollars. And we're like every single, let's say your payday's Friday, you're expecting your paycheck for the work you put in the prior week. So we're trained that when we do something, we're supposed to be rewarded right away. And that goes with everything that we do in life. Like we're, we're conditioned that you do something good, someone's supposed to do something good for you back. You do something, you're supposed to get something in return immediately. But this all goes out the window when you're trying to become an entrepreneur. Because let's face it, with entrepreneurship, you're going to be doing a lot, a lot of work in the short term that you're getting pennies for or you're not getting paid at all for. And it's so easy to look and be like, well, it'd be so much easier to just go get a job because I know at least there I'm guaranteed to get 10 bucks or 15 bucks an hour, whatever it is, and I'm probably wasting my time here. But with entrepreneurship, what happens is you're putting all this work in in the beginning that you're getting paid little to nothing for so then in the long term, you're getting paid a lot of money for a little bit of work that you're doing or no work that you're doing because you've built this business and built this system and built leverage that all the groundwork you put in turns into this business that's paying you with or without you. And that's ideal. Obviously, not everything works out that way, but that's the goal. And especially with network marketing, that's what we always show people in creating residual income. And residual income, my best description is think about writing a book. Now, obviously not all authors are super successful, but I like to use the example of J.K. Rowling, how, think about this. In the beginning of writing Harry Potter, she was broke, she was homeless, and she's putting in thousands of hours of writing, rewriting, editing, the whole process leading up to the book becoming a published piece, the headache of finding an agent, getting someone to even give her book the time of day, And firsthand tell you guys writing a book, it's a lot of work and you're not getting paid anything during that process. For me, that process was 14 months. For JK Rowling with her book that's the size of an encyclopedia, I'm sure it took a lot longer. So in the beginning, she's getting paid nothing. And eventually what happens is you go through that process, the writing, the rewriting, the editing, all the drafts, the process of designing the cover, the pages, getting it to become a published published book getting it out there on the shelves but once it hit the shelves we all knew what happened next with Harry Potter it went on to be a global phenomenon JK Rowling is a billionaire and she is getting paid regardless of what effort she puts in anymore because she put in all that work in the beginning got that book on the shelves it was such a massive hit and now that book will continue to sell regardless if she does another thing a day in her life That's residual income and that's the goal with the business, but you have to get over the immediate gratification in the beginning and switch to a mindset of delayed gratification. You have to know that the best things come in the form of delayed gratification. This is everything. This isn't just entrepreneurship. This is everything. So think about this. Think about how easy it is to come home and 
scoop up a bowl of ice cream or eat some junk food or eat a few cookies, um, take out the bag of potato chips. That's easy to do in the immediate, and you get that immediate reward of the taste and the pleasure your body gets from eating that junk food. But what happens in the long run? I was talking about this the other day too. The things that are easiest to do right now become the hardest things in the long run. And the things that are the hardest to do right now become the easiest in the long run. What that means is, like I just said, it's easy to come home and eat that junk food, but in the long term, it's not easy to deal with obesity or cardiovascular disease or looking at yourself in the mirror and not liking the image it's reflecting back. But in the, on, the, on the contrary, it's hard to be disciplined about what you put in your body right now, in the moment. It's difficult to be strict and build the habits that come along with living a healthy lifestyle and going to the gym daily. But in the long term, it becomes a lot easier because it comes part of your identity. You like that image you see in the mirror. You feel good. You have less medical bills. Um, and, and overall, your quality of life's better because you've adopted that delayed gratification mentality. So this is what I want you guys, This is, if you take away anything from this episode, this is the number one switch that I made that I've lived by since I got introduced to entrepreneurship. It's go from that immediate, like wanting an award immediately, wanting to be paid for your efforts right away and start doing things that require delayed gratification, like building your dream body, like building a business, like writing a book, like building out a massive social media channel. In the short term, you're going to see nothing. If it, it, You might see a little bit, but most, more than likely, adopt a mindset like, I'm probably not going to see anything from this for a year or two or even five. It could, it, like, it could take some time, but know that the best rewards come in the form of delayed gratification. And by showing up consistently and taking the action every single day, whether it's on your business, your health, your relationships, in the long term, the rewards you're going to earn are a hundred times, a thousand times more than what you'd earn in the immediate now. So make that switch. Stop stop with the immediate gratification. Strive for the delayed gratification. Another big one, and I've talked about this many times before, is making the shift from really craving and desiring external security and shifting to internal security. And you could shift, you could change out security with certainty. So external certainty, internal certainty. But this is what this means. Now, it's similar to the gratification sense, um, but we as humans, again, have been trained to be the perfect employee and fit into the system and be a cog. So we also crave forms of security that are outside of ourselves. We do this, we think a job is secure. We think that going and getting a nine to five at a good named company is secure because we can have a paycheck every single week and it's predictable and we know what we're gonna get and that that's safe, which is such an illusion because, I mean, look at what just happened with COVID. Like people had jobs at big companies. I had one friend working at Amex Travel, like how much more secure can it get than that? And laid off, right? and now looking for other career opportunities because it's an illusion. Like we think that these jobs are so secure, but something like COVID happens, um, anything can happen with any individual company. You guys need to understand that nothing is guaranteed, not anything. And, and your business isn't either. I'm not saying that like you go towards entrepreneurship and that's guaranteed, but I'll explain why it's a better option in a moment. 
But anyway, we cling on to this external illusion of security or certainty in the form of jobs, in the form of relationships, in the form of like everything we do, we cling on to something outside of ourselves for that feeling of comfort, of certainty, of security. But what we need to do is start relying on internal security. So what does that mean? It means doubling down and betting on yourself. It means building the skills necessary so that you can step into any situation, no matter what it is, and thrive within it. That means when you build the skills and you've treated yourself like the number one asset and you work on investing in yourself, building your intellectual capital, building your skill set, building your relationships, building your network, um, and just really like I think the most important part is the mindset, like just knowing that you can step into any situation and thrive within it when you do that then it doesn't matter if you lost your job. It doesn't matter if your business has failed. It doesn't matter if you know your relationship didn't work out because at the end of the day, you have you and you know that you can step into any situation no matter what it is and thrive within it. So again, like a lot of these things, and I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast right now, you've adopted that entrepreneurial bug, but I just remember when I was introduced how enormous these shifts were to me and these realizations of, wow, it was just like, I I couldn't believe how much different I needed to start thinking and how much differently I began to perceive the world because I feel like, you know, we've been trained, like conditioned and it's about breaking free from that mold. So, you know, society wants us to cling on to the external security, like and, and external objects as well, like cars, like clothes, like jewelry, like just the items we have. We're supposed to, we, we've been conditioned to have this consumerism mentality to like, that's what's supposed to make us feel good. But as we've seen with COVID, people have had to go and face their inner demons and really dig within and you know get good with themselves like they those distractions were taken away now it's like all right now it's just you in quarantine like you know what what's been on your mind what have you been needing to solve for all these years and um i've noticed my friends that i've made that are really heavy in the mindset industry or, or mindset world have uh you know thrived within this just because they've been working on it for years and years and even for me i felt like i've been like all the work i put in this was just like a test to see like how much it's really worked for me and I'll say obviously I've had moments where I'm like fuck this I want to get out of quarantine I want to travel more I want life to return but I've been good and it's because I've addressed all these things and worked on myself and it's like any situation you put me in I'm going to figure it out because I've invested so much into me so what I want guys stop relying on the external security your job could lay you off overnight your girlfriend or boyfriend could up and leave you Um, just like that with no reasoning. And if that's who you've attached your identity to, you're in big trouble. But if you've taken the time with yourself to really get comfortable with you knowing you and and spent time alone to really like appreciate that and enjoy it, you're going to be good. So make that shift from trying to get your security and certainty from external objects, experiences, jobs, whatever it is, and make that shift into getting your security and certainty from you and it will make the worlds of difference the next we and and this is like even stretching it to say that we've been trained to have a short-term vision a lot of people have been trained to have no vision at all i I think the majority would have no vision so 
going from no or a short-term vision to a long-term vision. Now, again, we really kind of just like shuffle through the system. We're like, all right, we're going to go to school. We're going to go to college. We're going to get our degree. We're going to work. And I mean, that's kind of like the extent of the vision that most people have for their life. They just kind of fold it into the system and they're like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what it's going to be. But entrepreneurs, what they do, and it's not even just entrepreneurs. This is just people who like have a grasp on life, but entrepreneurs especially, they plan out where they want to go. They'll take time, and this is the best time of year to do it, going into the new year when everyone's making these big goals and new lifestyle changes. They think like, where do I want to be? Like if they're working on a venture, they're like, where do I want to take this business venture? How big do I want to build it? What does my ideal life look like? If I stay on this route, am I ever going to be able to achieve that life? And the sad answer is for a lot of you guys, the answer is no, you're not going to be able to. And and that should wake you the fuck up. You should be like, wow, well, if this is the life I'm pursuing and it's never going to get me to where I actually want to be in terms of maybe your relationships, your dream home, where you want to live, your income levels, the experiences you want to have, etc., then you need to rethink your plan. And the vision... I had a mentor once tell me it's it's something that you're never supposed to actually touch. It's like a flower growing towards the sun. And as you get closer and closer, you're supposed to expand your vision to the next level and expand your vision to the next level. Because success really is, and one of the best definitions I've heard was from Earl Nightingale in The Strangest Secret, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So you have this vision and it evolves over time. You're gonna grow, we have unlimited potential, so you should always be taking your vision to the next level, next level, next level, level, because you're either growing or you're dying. So the goals are supposed to be met, but your vision is something you're moving towards. So really take some time. Like ask yourself, do I like have a vision for my life? Do I know where I wanna go? If, If someone were to come to you right now and tell you, to lay out your dream circumstances, exactly what you want out of this life, where you want to live, the relationship you want to have, like the ideal partner, how much money you want to make, the impact you want to make, the businesses you want to create, like lay it all on the table and they could snap their fingers and make it happen. Would you even be able to do that? It's it's crazy to think about. So employees and people that just don't really have great results in life have a short term or no vision You need to start creating your vision and create a long-term vision. And that goes along with the delayed gratification as well because with that longer-term vision, you're going to be able to envision that delayed gratification more and stick out the minimal to no results in the short term. The last shift I'm going to talk about on today's episode is employee mindset people avoid risk and failure again because we're taught and trained and conditioned to believe that taking risk is bad failing is bad what happens when you get a failing grade on the test your teacher you know you, you might get in trouble you're, you're threatened that you you have to stay back a year you might have to retake the course you need to get your act together you're a bad student which just overall gives you a bad self-image um, you might be worried about discipline from your parents like we're taught that failing through the school system is one of the worst things that can happen and it's going to result in you being a failure in life this couldn't be further from the message that should be being taught we should be encouraging people in our school system to fail because in failure 
lies the greatest lessons you will learn in life. For me, and this might be right, this might be wrong, but my greatest lessons have come from experience. I think that holds true for most people. And some of those greatest experiences have been my failures. And it's just like we we grow in a system. It's like in college, think about it. You don't meet a certain GPA requirement. You can't get into the school that you want to get into. Like you fail, it's awful. It's the worst thing ever. Your life is over. Well, this just isn't true. Maybe in the school system pursuing a particular path, but in life in general, you're going to fail. You're going to get knocked on your ass, but it's all about how you compose yourself and what you take away and how you get back up. And we're taught and trained to avoid this failure. Avoid, And I'll get into risk in a moment, but what we need to learn to do is embrace that failure. Like every situation you go into, if you fail, you should be pumped because you're going to learn a lesson that otherwise would have never resonated with you. And it's just going to build and build and build upon each other to get you to where you need to be. Risk is another thing. Like I, I can't tell you enough how many people I've encountered. This was a funny one. And I shared this in my book about when we had our business where we were flipping textbooks during finals week. I remember standing outside one of the lecture halls and one of the one of the things about it was you know UConn is a school 20,000 plus students so most of the people that I was trying to buy their books from I didn't know who they were so it didn't matter but I ran into a lot of people from my fraternity from other fraternities who I met through like the nightlife scene in different classes they'd be walking out of the class I'd be standing outside holding these flyers and have a stack of books next to me and uh, I wouldn't like every single person who had a book was like they weren't getting by me without me offering to buy it. So I would do that and people would be like, dude, it's finals week. Like I'd see someone I know and they'd be like, bro, it's it's finals week, man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Shouldn't you be studying for your exams? Like, what if you fail? And I'm like, I'm good. Like, first of all, I was studying, I was like figuring all that out, but they were so scared for me because I was doing this business, like buying books instead of focused solely on school and getting my grades up because in their mind if you fail your exams that means you you are held back you can't get into the school you want to you can't get the degree you want to which results in you not being able to get the job you want to which results in basically you being a failure in life for me that path always scared the living fuck out of me because I didn't want to do it at all like the last thing I really wanted to do was go and pursue that traditional route, especially once I was introduced to the entrepreneur lifestyle. So for them, they're looking at this like, this is fucking risky, man. Like, what are you doing? You're really playing with fire here. I'm looking at them like, dude, what you're doing is fucking risky because you're literally selling your soul in many regards to this world that you're just going to have so much monotony like you're not in control at all of what's about to happen and you're just going to be working away the rest of your life for someone else building their dream and slaving away in the cubes. So that's my perspective on, you know, the whole thing and people didn't really understand why I would take the time of the school year to go and pursue this business, but I knew that that served me more than my exams because being an entrepreneur and making that decision that I will be a lifelong entrepreneur, I'm building skills and and um, learning lessons that I wouldn't be able to in any type of classroom or from any exam. And those experiences from that book business have served me beyond belief in my career as an entrepreneur. So again, that that's a slight perspective thing, but think about it. That person who's so worried about the exam, they're looking at me thinking like, wow, like 
well, that's so risky. Like, what if you fail your exams? And I'm looking at them. I'm like, wow, what you're doing is so risky. What if your job lays you off? What if you, you wake up one day and you're miserable and you all you've done is gone all in on this one career path to do the 40-40-40 plan? And there's such a high percentage chance of failure, not in the sense of like, maybe you'll have a paycheck, but failing in terms of fulfilling your life's purpose. So think about that. But And that's a perfect example of the mindset shift that was made that brought me to the entrepreneurial level that separated me from the employee level people. And that's just a big one, guys. Like, I I, I think this this is where I'll leave you with this episode is, and I, you know, I've, I've talked about this before, but it's like, you got to think about what matters to you in life. What do you want to accomplish? What do you want your legacy to be? What type of impact do you want to make? Like, think about this, and this may sound grim, but I think it's a great strategy. Like, think about at your funeral what you'd want the eulogy to be read as. Do you want it to be read as, oh, you know, Mary was such a nice person. You know, she was a hard worker. She was loved. Um, She's going to be dearly missed. Or, you know, like, Joe, man, Joe, you know, that guy, huge Yankees fan, you know, such a great guy, so many laughs, always had a beer in his hand, uh, you know, great guy. Or do you want it to be like Joe? Man, that guy was cut from different fucking cloth. That guy changed the world. That guy impacted millions of people. That guy went out and was always his own person. He did whatever his heart told him to do. He pursued a life of fulfillment. Joe didn't live by anyone else's rules but his own. Joe will forever be remembered because of the impact he made on this world and this world will never be the same now that he's gone. Think about that and then go and look at these shifts to make because really a big thing that I'm doing with my book and my you know podcast and all the work I do is to help people like the the biggest part is becoming the best version of yourself and I'm cool with if you want to be like go down that traditional path. It's better for some people. Not everyone is cut out for this entrepreneurial lifestyle. In fact, most of you guys are going to fail at it. And that's just the reality. But this is all intended to show you, like this is what we've been taught. It's this low line, like what's possible, what we're supposed to do. And I'm just like trying to smash that fucking line and show you like this is what's really possible and show you miles and miles up and, and show you like that is an attainable path. And it's so funny this week, well, a couple weeks ago I did, uh, I was a guest speaker for a, a business college class down in Texas, which blew my mind going from getting kicked out of school, writing my book that's kind of like, not saying fuck school, but like kind of, you know, not totally encouraging school and sharing my experience that I didn't really get a lot out of the actual classroom I had another person reach out for me to be a guest speaker at the University of Montana. And I guess it's just people need to hear this stuff. And it's it's interesting to me that schools are kind of aligning with me. I kind of assumed I blackballed myself from doing anything that had to do with schools by writing my book. But it's really like this is just life here. You need to decide. Are you going to be conventional, regular, and, and that's fine if you are. If you want to fly under the radar, you can live a modest life. You can find happiness. But to me, I look at it as we get one shot at life. 
why are we going to play for average or play to fly under the radar? We should be playing to make the biggest impact we can, live the exact life that we want to live, full of the exact experiences that we want, with the exact relationships we want, creating the exact businesses we want. Like That's what we should be striving for, and that's what all of this is about. And whether that be for entrepreneurship for you, just like making those shifts necessary to really get all of the last drops of juice out of life, whatever it is, that's what all of this work is for and to inspire you to do. So I hope these shifts help you. Just to give you a quick recap, immediate gratification mindset to a delayed gratification mindset, focusing on external security and certainty to focusing on internal security and certainty having no vision or short-term vision to having a long-term vision and going from avoiding risk and failure to embracing embracing risk and failure. These shifts, very simple, it, like on paper, they're going to take some work, but this will change your life totally. And uh, guys, like put this stuff to work. Like don't just listen to this and be like, oh, that's cool. Like take this, listen to these episodes a few times if you need to, and really apply it to your life and see the changes that will come from it two weeks left in 2020 i want you guys to get out there and crush it and finish this year strong get a plan together for 2021 and let's leave our damn marks guys like there's no reason not to one shot at this life like fuck i'm looking out my window as i record this episode just thinking like it's one time here why are we playing small play to fucking win this year that's it guys i ask you again If you got value from today's episode, please just hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with a friend who needs to hear this message. It could change someone's life, and the goal of the show, as I said and I was just talking about, is really to help people become the best version of themselves. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, just share it with them. That's all we ask. And other than that, I want to see you all win this year. So shoot me a DM, shoot me a message. What are you committed to this year? How are you going to stop playing small? How are you committed to making these shifts in mindset? I'm excited to hear from all of you. I'm excited to see and witness and experience all that you accomplish in the next year. And I'm just so grateful for all you guys. So thank you for tuning in today. And we will catch you on the next episode. Later, everybody. Right.